Hello, busy professionals, and welcome to episode number 32 of the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the difference between a travel advisor and a travel hacker. I had the opportunity to interview Mahogany, the Deal Duchess, and she gives some great gems on how to land great flights at a low price. So I know a lot of people have been wondering, why are you interviewing a travel hacker? It's because you can kind of use both our services to uh, design a, a great vacation. Her services is more for the do-it-yourselfer. And of course, my services for those busy professionals who don't want to do it themselves. You're going to learn a lot. I want you to listen to the end because we're going to have so you can get the contact information. Also, make sure that you look at the podcast interview notes so you can click on the link because we're giving great deals there as well. So make sure you take a listen. This is going to be a fire interview. Welcome. You're listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast, where I provide valuable information to help busy professionals plan their next luxury vacation. I'm your host, Belvin Baldwin II. So let the planning begin. All right. Welcome to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. I'm pretty excited about this episode because this episode is the difference between the travel hacker and travel advisor. And I am happy to be joined by the deal duchess herself, Mahogany. Welcome to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here. I saw you on Instagram. And I don't know how we met before that or, you know, how I even got connected to you, but I enjoy the value that you bring. The question that I get asked a lot is, you know, what's the difference between me as a travel advisor and then you, I would put you as the word travel hacker, but you may have a certain name for it. (laughs) Let's just start from the beginning. Tell us about yourself and how you got into this industry. So I am an avid traveler. I just love escaping. I always have even long road trips when I was a kid. So I was broke, but I still wanted to travel. And I had to figure out a way to make that happen. So I would comb the internet for cheap flights and comb the internet for how to travel the world on a budget. And um, years and years ago, people were talking about using credit card points and Back then, you know, credit wasn't right. Student loans was out there, you know. (laughs) So I started using like a debit card. It was an uh, Alaska Airlines debit card. And I was able to fly back and forth to New York on my little points. Mm -hmm. So friends would ask me, how are you doing this? How are you going to Dubai? How are you doing this? This was before Dubai was like Dubai. Right, I got you. (laughs) How are you going? How are you doing these things? And that can you start a blog and teach us? And so I started a blog. Ooh, it's been a long time, 10 years. I don't know. I started a blog and started, you know, a little Facebook account just so my friends could keep up with my travels and how I did it. And all of a sudden I became a travel hacker that I didn't know what travel hacking was. I didn't know it was called a thing. So travel hacking is essentially trying to figure out 
how to travel without using your money, um, leveraging credit card points. I like to leverage uh, really cheap flights to make it happen as well. But most people leverage um, your credit, your credit card points and um, are able to fly for free or for cheap. And that's um, basically what I do. I just teach people how to do the same thing as me, how to see the world on a budget. Ah, Good, good, good. And that's good to know because it's funny. We're kind of similar in some ways because I started off of pretty much a bad vacation. (laughs) So I had a bad vacation. I went to Carousel and back in those days, uh, people didn't know the name of it. So they called it Caraco. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've never heard anybody say that. That's terrible. So, you know, I had to tell them and it was funny because it was during the I think it was right before the Little League World Series. That's when uh, Carousel, they had won it and, and everything. And we went there. And you know, when I went there, I was looking at the brochures. I looked at everything. You know, I'm trying to do it all myself. And I was going to su- surprise my wife and have everything. And I should have known when that resort was on Martin Luther King Drive. Have you ever seen, <laughs> you ever seen Chris Rock when he said, what, what? <laughs> said on Martin Luther- Yeah, if it's on MLK. Oh, I mean, that place was nothing like the brochure. And it was crazy because we were there and we were trying to get stuff together. And this was a little bit before fast, high speed Internet. And we were trying to get things together. Dating yourself. And, You're dating yourself there. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And it was, it, you know. I wasn't really dating myself. I was dating their Internet connectivity there. I OK, mean, was, there. OK, OK. <laughs> It was bad. So I'm trying to plan a vacation while I'm on vacation. And I ended up just really just going to the front desk and negotiating. And I found out that the owner of this one owned a a, uh, Marriott and a Hilton. So I just transferred and went to the Hilton and they just transferred me over it. They knew that they were bad. So with that being said, that's how I kind of got into the uh, travel advisor industry because I wanted to teach people how to travel with peace of mind and yeah. kind of learn how to navigate those things because I was a corporate busy professional trying to do everything myself. I thought it was just a point and click and it didn't turn out that way. So it's kind of from our experiences, here we are. Right. Right. <laughs> so in your words, I know we had talked earlier, in your words, how would you explain what a travel hacker is in kind of a simple, brief explanation. Um, like I said, it's just someone that leverages credit card points for free, free stuff or free travel. So that's essentially what most travel hackers do is just they use sign up bonuses and credit card points so that they can fly for free and um, have their free hotels. So would you say the difference and I don't want to put words in your mouth. It's kind of like, I know we had talked earlier and sometimes people may want to ask you to design their trips and you're like, uh-uh, I don't do that. So I think that's where kind of a, a maybe the travel advisor would come in and say, people come to us or would come to me basically and say, design this vacation for, for you. You are kind of more of the do-it-yourselfer, but I'm going to show you how to leverage these points. Let me help you help yourself. 
There you go. There you is go. what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach you how to use your points for different redemptions is, is what it's called. So if you want to redeem a flight or if you want to redeem a specific hotel, I'll, I'll show you how to do that. I'll show you how to transfer your points to a specific hotel or transfer your points to a specific miles program so that you can book a flight. I'll even walk you step by step through all of this, but the end game is for you to be able to do it. The end game is for you to make all of this happen on your own. So I'm not going to go in into your accounts and take your miles out for you and call the airlines or whatever, but I will give you the step-by-step instructions and the confidence to do it on your own. Good, good, good. And that's what's funny because I, I think sometimes people feel that we're in competition and it's totally not. I think it's yours is the do it yourselfer. And my kind of client, you know, is the person that doesn't do it themselves. And I would say for your type of client, which is great because, I mean, I've used points myself. I think that's, you know, it's it's a great opportunity. What would you say is the biggest problem that you solve out there? Where do people come to you the most? Is it maybe loyalty points or they don't know how to transfer the points? Or what do you see as the major problem that you solve? My people are usually the absolute beginners. Like they don't know what card to start with. Like, where do I start? How do I get these points? Where do these points come from? So my course, Travel Hacking 101, start, just teaches you what's the first card to get? And then after I get that card, what the heck do I do with these points? Because people just don't know. They don't know that you can go to on a luxury vacation with the just the sign-up bonus. That is just what the credit card company gives to you just for getting their credit card. You know, back in the day, they used to give you t-shirts <laughs> and that kind of thing. No, you yep. get a whole luxury vacation if you play the game right. right. So that's what people are coming to me mostly for is like, how do I start? Got it. And then the second thing is then I got this card. I got these points. What do I do with them? What are the ideas? Because people just don't have ideas with what to do with them. Because the first thing that comes to mind for a lot of people is go buy gift cards or just to fly home to see a family or a parent or parent, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which are okay. But they don't know the other side is they can fly in business class or they can fly in first class or they can have a suite Uh pool villa or, you know, whatever, like all of these things are possible. So they just need ideas. Good. Those are all good points. It kind of reminds me of what our ideal client would be for me, especially with Showtime Travel, we design luxury vacations for busy professionals. So all they have to do is show up. So a lot of my clients will come to us and say, usually they're celebrating a life event, maybe a milestone birthday, uh, reunion, anniversary, honeymoon, exactly. So they come to us and they want us to design it. And we've designed the vacation, take everything out. But sometimes we'll get a request and they'll say, hey, I have Sky Mouse or, well, I'm from in Atlanta. So we, you know, of course that's the main thing, but that I have mouse. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, that's the point where you have to, we really don't want to, you know, air is not, we don't really need to do your air. But if we do do your air, we can't use your miles for say right. you book it to yourself. You would have to book it. They would have to book it themselves, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. So I would say, you know, when you have miles, use them yourself. Use them. For, use them for those flights because mm-hmm. I personally <laughs> took my family to Paris using Chase Sapphire points, which is mm-hmm. 
the credit card that I use the most. So, yeah. you know, I kind of told you my ideal client is, is that busy professional. Who's your ideal client? My ideal client is actually anyone who just doesn't want to use all their money. <laughs> that's okay. Literally, that's it. Most of my clients are people with families or people that are investing. They have, you know, they have their money hold away somewhere. They just want to make do what they have. Like they just want to get away and mm -hmm. they don't want to spend a whole lot of money. And so, mm -hmm. but they still want luxury. That's the thing is that people want to go on these amazing trips that you're designing for people. Mm -hmm. But then what do they have to sacrifice? Like they're, you know, they're not at the top of their professional game. Some of them, they can't just throw the cash at, you know, right. at you and be like, hey, yeah, whatever. So I'll take the ones that don't have all the, all the monies, but they have good credit. <laughs> and that's, there you go. That was a good lead in, a good lead in. Because I, you know, I tell people, especially when you're on some of these message boards and things like that. I've used credit cards and everything in my travels. I know, you know, I've used points and things like that. I'm not going to consider myself a travel hacker and, and everything. I see. You are. You are. You yeah. use points? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used it. I mean, I know, used it. And just like I said, I know how to use that Chase Sapphire where I dropped because that 25%, if you go on their portal, whoo, that saves. But what I found out is some of the people think that you have to have good credit and you have to pay your bills on time in full and you have to be disciplined enough to put enough stuff on that credit card to get those points back. That's a lot of discipline. It's not just a people think travel hacking is just a, you know, I'll just dip my toe in it. Uh -huh. It takes some time. So could yeah. you try to explain that? So I my intro, my travel hacking one on one course, I have a pledge. It's a disciplined pledge. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be like disciplined. You, you got to be disciplined. One, I will keep my credit score up. Two, I will pay off all my bills. It's not free. It's not free if you don't pay that bill. Right. If the interest hits, your vacation is no longer free. Right. That's right. You are now paying twice as much for a vacation you should just pay cash for. If you're not going to pay that bill in full every month, don't get in the game. Yeah. This is how I work it. If it's in my bank account, then that translates to my credit card. So if I have $2,500 in my checking account, then I can spend $2,500 on my American Express. Like mm -hmm. that is, that's, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that these American Express charge cards are open-ended. Like they don't have, we don't have a limit, right? Right. So you, you can go and swipe to your heart is content and you end up swiping $5,000, but you only got $2,500 in your checking account. That's how you screw up. And that's when your vacations are no longer free. You use that credit card just like a debit card. It equates to whatever is in your checking account. I swipe for everything that I need, all of my bills, my gas, everything, and nothing more. When we start getting these credit cards and we start saying, oh, I got this money, I could go buy these clothes and I could go do this and I can do that. That's where you go wrong. You mm -hmm. only do what you were doing before you got that credit card. So you need to just pay your bills. Don't manufacture spend. And that's a big thing is uh, that people start, start making up things that they can buy. If you can't hit that minimum spend, so the minimum spend is basically, hey, you 
here, sign up for this American Express Gold Card. We'll give you 75,000 points if you spend $4,000 in six months, right? Right. If you can't spend $4,000 in six months without making some stuff up, then that card is not for you. There's another card like the American Airlines Barclays red card. All you got to do is buy a pack of gum and pay $95 in the annual fee and they'll give you 60,000 points. That's your card. Because if you can't spend $4,000 in six months without, you know, outside of your bills and everything like that, you don't need that card, but go ahead and go get that American Airlines card, buy a pack of gum, pay that $95 fee, you get 60,000 points, then you go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. So you there just got to go. figure out which cards work for you. And that's where people really get screwed up is that they start spending stuff that they don't have. And I'm so happy, Mahogany, that you brought up that point because a lot of people, just like I said, they just... You got to know the work that goes behind it. And discipline is number one. Discipline. Mm-hmm. You have to be disciplined. I know some people do the coupon game. That <laughs> buy and sell it. How much pasta do you need? need. Yeah. <laughs> need all that. Oh, man. So, yeah, it definitely takes discipline. So in our industry and, you know, we're service based. I always like testimonials. And for me, it's always, you can look at some of my testimonials on if you just Google Showtime Travel, but it's just something about us that helps us serve one, somebody and, and they come back with a great, a happy ending. With me, every time I'm doing a birthday, I've even done destination weddings and things of that nature when we, or even kind of a corporate retreat. When they come back, they're happy. You feel like you've accomplished something. Tell me a little bit about one of your students or a client that you helped out. Give me kind of a There are so many, but one is just a family that when you start having babies, you you, and it's just a little bit difficult to get everybody, especially if your pay hasn't changed. So Mm -hmm. now you're you got these two kids and you can't go nowhere. So I, you know, I had a, a family that was able to book their entire family trip to Europe. I think they went to Lisbon. They didn't pay anything out of pocket except the taxes on the flight. And all that took was a couple of credit cards. They've had a player one, player two that I talk about that all the time. Player one is, you know, the first person, say the wife, and the Mm -hmm. player two is the second person. And the player one gets the cards. The player one then refers player two. So they get points for player two signing up. And they all get the same cards and all those points are pulled together and they're able to book a a luxury family vacation. And um, that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy because, like I'm taking four people to uh, Finland and cash is, I mean, (laughs) I'm like, golly, I got to, you know, sell some blood, some plastic. (laughs) I don't know what to do to get all these people if I had to pay in cash pay for everything in cash, you know, who knew Finland was so expensive. So I can understand family being so excited to just be able to get away without spending all their money. So those are my, my, uh, my moments where I just smile really big. Well, that's good. That's great. Just like I said, we do a great service and we're, I mean, it's supposed to bring some type of emotion out and it's a great emotion. It's 
you know, I used to be in the engineering world and I never got a, a any feedback like I do when I <laughs> design a great luxury vacation for somebody. So right. it's, it's amazing. Just like you said, I went to London and I used my card and everything. And I had, what did we have? We did the London Paris and I was able to get all our flights. Uh, we were on Delta. All our flights were paid for. And, and it's funny because I'm actually going to come up here, come out with a course at, with travel advisors because so many people have been asking me about it. But they have a loyalty program and trap, you know, as a travel advisor as well. So it's if you know how to use really learn the discipline about being loyal, especially to different brands, you can get a lot of good fee, um, kickbacks. So, you know, I think that's definitely a key is you, if you have to strategize how you use your points, how you use your, your stays, you can get some good, good rewards out of that. You so, absolutely can. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, even if you sign up for credit cards, a lot of them come with status. So with IHG, I'm IHG Platinum Elite or something like that, um, because I, I have an IHG card and I love IHG hotels. So that's Intercontinental, Kempton, Crown Plazas, Holiday Inns, you know, right. on the lower end. But I get free nights every year. I still have tons of points to use. I get free upgrades, late checkout, whatever. With the American Express Platinum, you get gold with Hilton and Marriott. Am I right? Hilton and Marriott. You start looking into those kind of things, and then you add on by just staying with one brand, and you build your status on up. You get up to you know platinum and wherever you need to go, and you get free stuff. So loyalty is <laughs> a big deal. Yeah, what would you say to the person who gets an American Express, but they have to pay those sometimes a major annual fee? Is it worth the annual fee? Just I want your opinion on that. It depends on the person individually. So for me, we travel a lot. Let's say for my Amex Platinum, we travel a lot. So we stop in um, different cities and we get to go to the Centurion lounges and all the lounges because it comes with free lounge access or free priority pass. My husband and I drink and eat the amount of the annual fee every year. So that little $600, we drank that about five times, you know, <laughs> we've eaten that up. So for us, it works. You know, we got, you know, we get all these offers or whatever. I think last year, just in the last quarter, I saved about $700. They have something called the uh, THC and FHR. That's the hotel collection. And basically if you book that, you get $200 off and then you get $100 every day for breakfast or for spa or whatever. So we were able to do Mexico City. Our room was completely free. I only had to pay for my um, mother-in-law's room. And then of course we got the $100 credit that it all paid for itself. I don't think I spent any out of pocket. So it just depends on how much you use it. So if you don't use the things that come along with a card, then sometimes they're not worth it. And you need to evaluate that every year because the annual fee comes around every year. And this is the thing I tell everybody. You don't necessarily have to pay the annual fee. Keep the card. You call them. I just called yesterday to cancel. Wait, wait, wait. Message. She's about to message. get a message. <laughs> so I just called yesterday to cancel one of my cards. Hey, I'm not using this card. It's a pandemic. You know, it. I'm trying. I don't know if I can justify keeping this card open. Do you have any retention offers or can you waive the annual fee? 
Sometimes they can't waive the annual fee based on your spending. Like you ain't spend nothing on this car. We ain't ain't waving nothing for you. But they'll give you points. So if they give you 40,000 points, that could be worth $200 or whatever it is. Will that offset your fee? Is that worth keeping the card open? Mm -hmm. Yes, for some people. No, for some people. And sometimes they'll waive the fee. So I don't always like, especially American Express, oh, they are good for waiving the fee or are giving you points. For me, I'm going to call them and ask them, hey, guys, our Centurion Lounge has not been open for a year. I got this card specifically Mm -hmm. to go to Centurion Lounges and LAX ain't been open. So can you waive this fee? And I know for sure they're going to waive it. Got it. Okay. So every year you figure out if that fee is worth it. If it's not, get rid of it. Downgrade. I like to downgrade cards. I don't like to necessarily close them unless it's extremely expensive and it's not worth it. Then I'll close it. But I'll ask them, is there a downgrade? Is there a card that I can downgrade to? So I don't have to pay a fee, a no fee card. Mm -hmm. Um, And one more thing is if you have like a hotel card, those are the ones to keep open because most of them come with a free night every year. And if the annual fee is like $49 or $99 and you can get $300 a night hotel, that's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. <laughs> Eat that card. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that. All good points. All good points. I like them all. I mean, when I've opened credit cards and stuff like that, yeah, you got to take advantage of the points. I always say this too, and I wanted to get your opinion. I'm glad I got you on here is. How do you feel when it comes to a specific airline credit card versus a kind of like an American Express or Chase who can have all the different airlines at once? Would you put your eggs all in one basket with one airline? So travel hackers have different frames of thought on this one. This is this is <laughs> this is a this is a touchy subject. Okay, okay. So American Express City has thank you points. Um, Chase has ultimate rewards. So these banks offer transferable currency and you can just transfer those points out of their portals onto different airlines, onto different hotels. So you're not stuck with just Delta or just American or whatever. I love it. (laughs) I love to have options. Options. Can't find my words today. Love to have options. However, (laughs) <laughs> Here's my caveat for that. Chase has a 524 rule. That means that you can only open up five cards within a 24 month period. If you're a real travel hacker, you might be opening up more than five cards in 24 months, right? So you're going to run out of cards on the Chase level. So American Express and all these other places have co branded cards like Delta cards. Uh, American Airlines has Barclay cards. So I don't see nothing wrong with dibbling and dabbling in the co-branded cards, right? I like to do both. Let me tell you, one of my biggest redemptions was because I got all the the American Airlines cards. Mm -hmm. So back in the day when American Airlines was US Air, Mm -hmm. um, I had the US Air card and it it rolled over into the Barclays, the card that I told you, you just go get 
buy a pack of gum, right. and pay an annual fee. I rolled over into the Barclays card. I, it closed out on its own. I reopened it. I got another welcome bonus, 60,000 points. It kept closing out on its own because I wasn't using it. So I opened it again and I got another 60,000 points. And they had a business card. I opened their business card. So I opened all the American Airlines credit cards, co-branded credit cards. So two from Barclays and two from Citibank. So I had a ton of American Airlines points. I made my husband do the same thing. We got business class to the Seychelles in Qatar. American is a partner with Qatar Airlines. So you can use American points to book a Qatar flight, a Mm -hmm. QSP, live flat, food on demand, all, you know, all this stuff. Great. By using American points. It does not necessarily hold you in on American. It holds you in on American and its partners. So as long as I can use my points for partners, I'm good to go. Okay. So that's why I don't poo-poo people going to get, you know, these brand co-branded cards for a specific airline. Those specific airlines have partners that I might want to travel with. Same with United. I could book a Lufthansa flight on United with United points. It might cost a little bit more than if I transferred points from American Express to Lufthansa. But if, you know, I'm all out of the Amex points or, you know, I can't get approved for that card and I can get approved for United card, then why not? Right, right. Okay. Those were some gems. I hope everybody. I know people pay big money for this. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some gems. Make sure you want to pause and rewind that one just in case and go Mm -hmm. over it. But those were some great gems. Mahogany. So tell me what trips are you looking forward to right now? Are you do you have any trips out there that you dreaming about? Are you planning to go to? I see everywhere is on my list. I just hadn't planned it yet. Yeah. (laughs) But I am, we're going to Finland next week. After that, we're going to go to Jordan. Um, So it'll be, so Finland is the family trip and then Jordan is for my husband and I, and possibly, you know, other couples that they want to go. So Jordan, we booked the flights on points and that was a whole little fiasco because like I said, I have a ton of American points. So I, I just was like, oh, we'll just go back in Qatar. Go back in Q Suites. My husband decided he wanted to fly Turkish Airlines. Airlines. Okay. So I had to go and finagle <laughs> this. Like when I tell you that was some some research, some craziness. I'm like, this fool always <laughs> got he's so spoiled. Mm. So I had to figure that out. But everywhere is on my list. And that's the thing is I chase deals. Like if I see a deal, I'm going there. I don't necessarily start with people that come to you, they'll be like, I want to go to Australia. And on these specific dates, me, I want to go to wherever I see a deal. Oh, there's a deal to Greece right now. I'm going to Greece. Uh Like, that's how I work. I was like, what's cheap? (laughs) (laughs) So I'll go wherever there's a deal. Good, good, good. I tell you, it is definitely, you know, I I liked, you know, I was just looking at your stories, I think the other day, and you, you had a deal from Atlanta to Barcelona. For 378. And I looked at my wife like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because, you know, as a travel advisor, we get deals as well to come through. But that's where I feel that you and I can kind of work together. I mean, because when you get the flight, that's good. Then we could kind of help you out from there. (laughs) 
Yep. Yeah. You know, from customizing the hotels, getting the uh, the excursions and the transfers and restaurant reservations and everything and all the private guided tours. We do all that. Yeah. But if you can get if people can work with you and getting the flight information, that's golden. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely golden because there's definitely some opportunities out there. Because that's the thing is that people are like, can you plan my no, no. Like, no, Melvin is the one that's going to be up late night dealing with you and your, your oh, issues. Oh, my goodness. You Speaking can't, of this, you you know, can't if, find if, a hotel and you, uh, no. I, I just had a, one of my top clients. Um, she probably going to notice when I say this, but she, uh, <laughs> we just had to get them on a quick Valentine's Day getaway. At the time of this recording is before Valentine's Day here. So. You know, we had to hurry up and rush. And that was one of those things where you, the service we have to provide to get things out the door, it's a little bit. But with you, you say, uh-uh. Mm, no, I mean, I will help you book and do all that. But once you book, don't call me. <laughs> uh-uh, don't, don't call me. Please don't call me talking about, ooh, this hotel or this. Uh-uh. No, you picked it. I booked it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh-uh, nope. I yeah, I think uh, that that's the good thing is I definitely feel that, you know, with your service, people can understand that you can get some good quality flights out there if you're disciplined mm-hmm. and learn how to use your points. If right. you're flexible, that's the big thing is that people will call me, oh, I need a cheap flight to go to here on these specific days. And I reply, good luck. Because <laughs> I am not a genie. What you I, see out there, I promise you, those are the, the prices. You know, I might be able to get it down, finagle, change some dates, change a little itinerary here and there. But what you see is what you get. The reason why I get such low rates and that kind of thing is because I'm extremely flexible and I'm searching different ways. But no, you can't. You can't be rigid and expect to. Uh-uh, no. Right. Right. And that's what, you know, I tell, you know, my clients will come to me. They have to go on a specific time, a specific, mm-hmm. specific date. It's usually around their birthday or even event. And it's good. And we design it based on it. And we get the best value out there for their luxury. If they give us a realistic budget, you know, <laughs> you can't stay at the Four Seasons for five dollars a night or whatever. I mean, you know, unless you've been doing the, the work. On the deal, Duchess. So, so yeah. but I, you know, I'm use some points. What points you got? Yeah, yeah, you got to <laughs> use some points. And if you haven't built up them points, but that's a whole different person, a travel hacker person versus someone a do it yourself compared to somebody who really wants to go on a specific time. It's two different type of people. Yeah. But I still feel that you can still use both services because I feel like for yours, especially if you're flexible. Like, for example, I was just talking about that Atlanta, you know, if you want to do a quick getaway, just boom, boom, you know, 378, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Go. Take advantage of it. But that takes some, you got to build your points up, do the discipline things. So I want to thank you. You know, I know we've been talking. I don't want to take up all your time, but kind of let the audience know how they can reach out to you and tell them about your course and everything. I am at dealduchess.com. D-E-A-L-D-U-C-H-E-S-S. Also, Deal Duchess LA on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, I haven't been on Twitter forever. <laughs> but 
my courses are on dealduchess.com. I have budget travel 101, travel hacking 101, how to fly Q suites. I do consultations. If you do have points and you have a specific redemption in mind, that means you have a specific, you want to go to Seychelles all on points. I can sit down and hack it out with you. So there are a number of courses that have been designed and are available and one-on-one. And I also do a group Zoom call. So if you're, you have a group of girlfriends or guy friends or family that wants to travel hack to a certain location, I do that as well. So I can teach you all how to pull your points and get it all together. And I'm ready for you whenever you're ready. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's all good points there. And just like I said, it takes, you guys can, you know, travel hack, get, take advantage of those, uh, those flights, if you can, and get them out there. I appreciate you, Mahogany, for jumping on this call. I think this was good. I really appreciate it. I think it was some good value on both ends. Just like I said, you know, our services are kind of different, but we're both in kind of in the travel industry and it's a way that this can work together. So I, I like, I, I mean, I learned some something new today as well. <laughs> so I'm going to leave my tags again at the end, you know, just like you said, you can find me at a uh, well, my company at Showtime Travel on IG, Facebook, Showtime Travel, and our YouTube. Be on the lookout as well. We're, you're going to see some new information on Ghana. We just left Ghana for everybody's talking about going to Ghana. And we're going to hit the Maldives and we have our Greece, uh, Greece information on there as well. So it's wonderful. Get out there and travel, people. Get out there and see the world. All right. Well, anything else did I leave out that you want to talk about, Mahogany? No, just follow me on Instagram, Deal Duchess LA. Yep, yep, yep. She has some great information there, some great information. Well, thank you again for getting on this call. And I'm sure we may, you know, we get some good feedback. We may do this again. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, busy professionals. Thank you for listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. This helps other busy professionals like yourself find the podcast. If you want help planning a luxury vacation, please visit ShowtimeTravel.com. Also, you will be able to get more valuable tips and behind-the-scenes footage by following me on social media. You can find me on YouTube under Showtime Travel, LinkedIn under Belvin Baldwin II, Instagram under Showtime Travel, and my personal Luxury Travel by Belvin. Thanks again, and remember, you deserve a luxury vacation.